It's the Dr. Rick Podcast, where internationally renowned orthopedist Dr. Richard Lehman cuts through the clutter and brings you unbiased, real science, and unfiltered information to guide your family. And as always, the Dr. Rick Podcast is sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal, Center, and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community. Well, hello again, everybody. I'm Bob Ramsey, and of course, the star of the show is Dr. Richard Lehman. And Doc, as we get into late summer, um, there is a, a bit of an alarm out there that we're seeing a uh, return, a resurgence of COVID. Um, what, what's the latest in uh, the medical community? What, what is happening uh, out there with uh, the COVID virus? Well, you know, it's, it's so interesting because I, I think a lot of us, well, well, a lot of us are mentally done with COVID, yeah. right? We've been there, done that, don't want to do it again. And uh, I think a lot of us are hoping um, that we never hear the word COVID again. And, and what's really happened is, much like any virus, uh, influenza, any virus, um, there, there is a resurgence. Um, and, and a summer resurgence in a virus isn't really all that rare. Uh, winter resurgence is not definitely not rare. So we're seeing a big uptick in the number of cases of COVID. Now, the good news is, the, the strains are not real virulent. The bad news is they're, they're pretty um, A, contagious, and B, uh, ubiquitous. We're seeing these strains everywhere. And this turns out to be something called the EG.5, EG5 virus. So um, COVID, you know, we, 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 we had all the omni, we had all the different strains. We know all the different strains. And as the virus mutates and a newer strain comes in we hope two things happen one we hope that the strain is not doesn't make people very sick it's not very virulent and number two we hope it's quick and dirty right you get it you don't go to the hospital you're sick for a couple days on with the show you feel bad muscle aches but but it's gone and i think this virus fits that pack um you don't you're not going to die from it you're not going to the hospital from it you're going to probably have two, three days, maybe four days of feeling terrible, maybe only one day, but short and sweet. But I think we're going to see lots and lots of cases of it. And I think it gets back to the same thing. If you're someone who's immunocompromised or you're someone who's got some predisposition, you need to be nervous about being out at this time. And you need to be nervous around people who might have COVID. So let's break down some things, and I don't want to uh, re, uh, re-debate the past, only to say, <laughs> what have we learned from the last three-plus years that can apply to this resurgence, the thing, w- things we learned? Um, one, vaccines, yay or nay? No. No. No way. Masking. Uh, questionable, you know, I think, I think the, the final, uh, story, you know, the final score in the Super Bowl was that, uh, the masks probably were not effective. Yeah, they were not effective. Now let's get to the immunocompromised people. As you said, they should be concerned. A lot of this is, uh, folks dealing with cancer treatments, correct? Yep. 
because it suppresses your immune system. And so, and, and, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and so for those folks and other folks that have other compromising health issues, what should their protocol be? So, so you know, I think I think a couple things, just to backtrack, you're right. But what do we learn? And we probably learned the masks probably were, I mean, not, not totally worthless, but pretty much unless you're very sick or you're near someone very sick, you know, the general population getting masks probably wasn't beneficial. Number two, I think what we're seeing now, all the negatives of the vaccines, you know, makes, makes us really question. And whether that was a Bronnie James thing or that was a whatever, we're, we're, we're really questioning healthy people having problem with vaccines. So are we going to vaccinate everybody? You know, maybe Pfizer would like us to, but, but I think as a medical community, we know better. But if you're somebody, as you said, and you're 100% right, who's immunocompromised, you had cancer, you're on cancer drugs, you have rheumatoid arthritis, you're on prednisone or methotrexate yep. or one of the Humira, you know, one of these drugs, you're immunocompromised. Um, you have diabetes, you know, so there's a number of drugs and I mean, excuse me, there's a number of diseases and, and drug combinations that make you predisposed to having a problem. And if that is you, what do you need to do? You need to stay home. Yep. Number one, if you're in crowds, you do need to wear a mask and, and it's not unreasonable to ask family members to wear a mask around you and you need to reverse isolate, you know, there was reverse isolation long with, before there was COVID. What's that mean? As opposed to you going out in the community, you're going to reverse isolate. You're going to isolate yourself and you're going to let everybody go do their thing. And once you get over whatever you have, COVID, the flu, bronchitis, pneumonia, you then uh, re-enter society, uh, making sure that your exposure is somewhat limited. But I think those people have a legitimate fear and yeah. uh, a legitimate risk of, of getting very sick. I think the other 90 whatever percent, um, you know, yeah, you may get COVID. Uh, probably everybody listening to this podcast either knows someone or had COVID. And, you know, what happened? Well, probably at the end of the day, not much. So do you have a, do you have a feeling or is there any data to support a feeling about um, those who, who have, uh, have a natural immunity because they've had COVID uh, over the last couple of years? Or does that fade away too? What, what's, what, what would that situation be like? Well, I, I, that, that's a good question. So there's no question if you've had COVID, you have some element of a natural immunity. Now, is EG5 the same as Omicron? Or is, you, you know, it's not exactly the same strain but there's definitely cross immunity. So that's the first thing. Are you, you know, I, I think we, we got fed a little bit uh, uh, the Brooklyn Bridge and we were told that if we got the vaccine, we weren't going to get COVID. And I think we all understand now that that probably wasn't right. You know, not, got vaccinated. Yeah. Right. You're, you're still going to get COVID. You might not get as sick. You might not die. You may not get hospitalized, but it certainly isn't one of these things where you're impenetrable and, and you're, you're going to be fine. So what's the bottom line? The bottom line is, I think, if you've had COVID or you've had a number of vaccinations, you have built up antibodies. And I think you do have a significantly better chance of having a much less uh, virulent, cor virulent course. I don't think you're going to get a sick, number one. 
And I also think that once we get to a point where the vaccine risks are worse than the risks of the disease, we should no longer get vaccinated. And I think for most of us, we're there. And I think that um, the people that got the sickest with COVID that are not long haulers probably have the, 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 the highest number of antibodies. So if you hmm. really got it and you felt terrible, I'm not talking about you were in the hospital for six months because those people are immunocompromised. But Bob Ramsey got it. He was sick for four or five days. Or Bob Ramsey got it and he wasn't sick at all. The guy who had the, 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 a little rougher time is probably going to mount a bigger response and have more antibodies. Now, at mm -hmm. the end of the day, is that going to do you any good? Probably not because you're not going to be able to quantitate that. But certainly those people that had a little bit of a rough ride probably have a pretty good antibody count and are going to weather, you know, as long as they're not sick, this storm pretty well. We're not going to shut down the schools. I don't think the Americans are, I don't think America will ha have that again. Well, you know, I, I think we made some mistakes. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think shutting down the school is probably the number one mistake because I think that has long-term impl long implications in terms of these kids that, that really haven't recovered. That's, so that, that's a, that was a bad deal. I think closing down restaurants, closing down cities, closing down, you know, huge um, social environments, in my opinion, um, probably wasn't the ticket. And then and the proverbial experiment between Florida and California, which we're sick of hearing about, tells us that Florida probably did things correctly. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to shut down schools. I do think much like if you had the flu and you were in the fifth grade and you're feeling bad, you should stay home for a couple of days, but it's going to be a couple of days. It's not going to be, Hey, you got a quarantine for two weeks or 10 days. And if you get, you know, EG five and you're sick for a day or two, how's that any different than getting a flu or a cold? Well, it isn't. No, in fact, it's probably better. The what I call the regular flu usually lasts longer than that. Right. So um, one final thing uh, on this topic, do we have data on COVID because it's so new to let us know when there is a resurgence that how long that wave will, will typically last to where people maybe don't have to be as nervous as they might be now? It's a great question. So the answer to your question which, which I think is specious is two and a half months. So, so that bump is about a two to two and a half month bump. But the truth of the matter is, you know, you have to follow it for many, many years to, know. to really to, to look at, you know, these rolling hills and look at the area under the curve to see how long we're affected for. But the, the answer to your question is we probably have two and a half months. And then the question should be, well, then what's going to happen after that? And the answer is we don't know. So are we going to have another mutant called the, you know, uh, Bob Ramsey mutant, or are we going to have, you know, the Frank Cusimano mutant, or what, what are we going to have next? And, and, and we don't know if we're going to have any further COVID, or this is just going to continue to repeat itself, you know, for the next 15 or 20 years. And that's entirely possible. So that's the, that's the, that's the cycle. That's the baseball season of COVID. It's a couple yeah. of months, two, two and a half months. After that, it's going to fade out. And what's coming next? No one knows. No one knows. Dr. Rick, thanks for the advice on this hot topic. The uh, His book is How to Raise an Athlete. You can get it at all your favorite 
book outlets. Rick, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, sir. It's a great topic. Thank you. I'm Bob Ramsey. We'll talk to you next time on the Dr. Rick Podcast.